Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 28th. It's show number 200. Does that impress you or not? I guess I yeah. am impressed that we have done this 200 times. And, yeah. and in full disclosure, you're not 100%. I'm not at 100% yeah. today. The voice is a little different. If I if I disappear, it's because I've gone on a coughing fit. Yeah. And I'm going to walk out of here. Well, so. we hope you feel better. Thank you. We hope that the new year brings you Me better too. health. Yeah. I think but it's just a little cold. It happens, you know, it right? Happens. That's right. When you get right. on an airplane, sometimes you get You stuff. never know. You never know. What Although they do with. say the air you're breathing on an airplane is the best air you can breathe in any indoor setting because of all the that air makes filtration. No sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. And they may be making it up, but I, that's what they said. Th- I don't. I don't believe it. Yeah. So anyway, I don't believe it. And so you flew to Florida flew on it. Christmas Eve. Uh, yep. And had some adventure. Is that right? A little bit of a, a delay. delay. Okay. Yeah. And then okay. a little delay coming home last night. How much last night? An hour. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad though. No, I've it's heard not. of like flights actually being canceled or mm-hmm. like multi-hour delay so that's not terrible uh, yeah i mean we got to the tampa airport about eleven thirty, and it was almost empty there was nobody there now yesterday was a different story you're saying eleven thirty a.m or p.m p.m on sunday night oh wow and it was yeah a ghost town yeah so, and indianapolis airport was pretty empty too on christmas eve so. okay but last yeah, night i would a think christmas story. eve would be crazy travel day but maybe not by that late in yeah, the evening maybe not. people yeah. are most people are where they're going, I think. Yeah. Did you have a good Christmas? I had a great Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Our daughter, son-in-law, and grandson arrived about one in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Christmas ba- morning. With the baby. Yes. <laughs> and it was just awesome. Uh, first Christmas with Janner and yeah. everybody was home and it was a good time. Got to see Marla's mom and dad on Christmas and my mom on the 26th. Awesome. And, uh, of course, ate way too much food, way too many sweets. Yeah. Uh, you got to get that New Year's resolution rolling. Yeah. But, um, I got to tell you, I thought Sunday Christmas Eve services were incredible. I just, I loved so much what you put together I, and just the whole morning. And it's the biggest Sunday morning attendance since I've been there when we weren't at the arena for Easter at right, the arena. Right. I know just in the auditoriums, there was like 1776. Mm-hmm. And when you take the, the preschool mm-hmm. and the nursery and uh, other gatherings, it was well over 1800. A lot of people. You kind of wondered how it would be because we typically do that Christmas Eve nighttime service. Right, right. Um, but because it was fell on a Sunday this year, we just elected to do all Sunday morning. Yeah. And you were, I think, a little nervous. Did you think that people? Well, I just might I started come? hearing rumblings from people. What do you mean there's no mm-hmm. four o'clock Christmas mm-hmm. Eve? What do you mean there's no six o'clock? I thought we did a good job saying that. You know, with it being on a Sunday, mm-hmm. we've got a large staff, we've got a large volunteer base. Many of them have kids. Mm-hmm. You know that it's really asking a lot to do the three on Sunday morning, then come back and do two Sunday afternoon evening. You wouldn't have been able to fly to Florida. Right. You know, right. if we would sure. have done that. Um, so you know, looking back on it. The fact that over 1,800 people showed up tells me that, you know, the word got out. I did hear from some people that just said, you know, we're not complaining, but we are disappointed. There wasn't a 4 o'clock or a 6 o'clock. I ended up going to church at 5 o'clock. You know, I went to the Connection Church. Uh, Jordan uh, Chapel has been on direct line with us. Jordan Lang has been on direct line Mm -hmm. with us. And, you know, they did a great job. Very simple service. Mm -hmm. You know, a couple songs. Jordan preached. 
Um, they they ended with one of my favorite songs of all songs. It's not necessarily a Christmas mm-hmm. song, but There is a King is yeah, just so appropriate yeah. when yeah. you're talking about Jesus. And then we lit the candles. They actually had the real candles. Oh, yeah. I know. So, uh, so <laughs> it, it was nice. Uh, but just... Sunday just to me reinforced the the reality of all the different people that made a contribution to the service. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you had a choir; the right. stage was full, right. and the choir wasn't just adults. You had all the kids. Yeah. I thought they were just phenomenal. You know, well, they, they had were, to get up really all, early. Yeah, they, you know? it was a long day for them, and they were so well behaved. They were well behaved at the practice, yeah. and then they were well behaved that day. And like you said, that's a long day for oh, them. Oh yeah, and you know we showed the movie Parkview Christian Church blessed us with the movie. Right. I, I love that. You know, I and think it turned out to be a good element. To I'm put pushing in there. for us to share it on our social media. I don't know if we're going to be able to because uh, it's not our movie, right. but really, really moving, really touching. Jenna sang mm-hmm. one of my favorite Christmas songs, mm-hmm. All Is Well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wanted us to add like a spoken word element, and right. that's. I think something hard to come up with sometimes mm-hmm. if you don't have that giftedness in being able to write something. But Tracy and Lori Thomas mm-hmm. shared, uh, I guess it was a poem, but kind of a, a written word. Right. I thought that was just fantastic. Was. They did a great job. Yeah. And it was neat because you had them on different sides of the, the stage. Mm-hmm. So one would read, mm-hmm. then the other would read. And they just did it in really good fashion and uh, just just a lot of overall feedback in a positive way. I just thought it was a great way to celebrate Emmanuel God with I us. I think so too. So I, I, so I was too. excited and it's hard to believe we've got one Sunday left in 2023. And it's going to be a good one. It's this Sunday, obviously the right. 31st and we're changing our schedule. Right. And you know, I did have one pretty big mess up on Sunday. I only <laughs> had one announcement I needed to make and I forgot to announce that our schedule is different this Sunday. Right. We do not have an eight o'clock service. We will have a service at nine o'clock, which is a different time than normal. Right. And then at 1045, which is our regular time. Right. And then in between Tracy Thomas, our discipleship minister, who's been on direct line multiple times, He's going to be scheduling multiple baptisms. I think he's met with 17 different people. Wow. I'm not saying all of them will right. get baptized. A couple of them got baptized this Sunday. Right. The, the Hernandez girls right. got baptized, Gabriella and Angelina. But um, it's going to be a great day, great way to end the year, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to be there, though. You're going to Kansas I'm going to be an Anglican. That's right. My son-in-law, Jacob, who I'm very proud of, is going to be preaching this Sunday. Oh, so uh, I hate to miss Baptism Sunday, but... Um, I guess I'm going to say family comes first, and I'm so. going to be in Kansas City uh, uh, listening to Jacob preach. And uh, I, I love the times I've been able to be at Christ Church Anglican. They mm-hmm. do a great job. Mm-hmm. And uh, just looking forward to a brand new 2024. Here's the last thing before we go to break. This is the last ever Thursday morning direct line show. That's right. That's and right. so we need to make sure Garrett remembers that. We won't be in the <laughs> studio next Thursday because starting next week, we move to Wednesday mornings. Right. And I'm excited about that. Me too. So, uh, yeah, Wednesday, uh, January 3rd will be our first Wednesday direct line. And our buddies Chris Lawler and Miles Clark are going to be with us. Oh, good. Uh, I'm anxious to hear how their Christmases went yeah, at their churches. And, I'm sure yeah. they had a great time as well. Well, hey, let's go to break. And uh, what I want to do with the rest of our time together is I want to talk about the year 2023. And I've asked you to reflect a little bit. I've got all kinds of stuff that I want to throw out. I don't know if it's interesting or not. I don't know if it's good radio or not, but I, I'm interested. In it. So uh, we'll we'll do that when we come back. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 28th. Greg and Steph will be right back after this. Introducing Aunt B. 
She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217 217- 477-0025 Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC member SIPC Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion plus regular alignments just make you feel better come get acquainted today Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, December 28th. It's Greg, it's Steph, it's Garrett, the sound guy. And just a reminder, next week, Direct Line moves to Wednesday mornings, same time, 8 a.m., but a new day, and it's going to be a great time. But thinking back to 2023, uh, I just I had some time this week, uh, and I, I just tried to think through some of the things that I will remember 2023 for. Um Anything you want to chime in on before we begin? Not really. Okay. All I right, told that's fine. you, I can't remember what I did last week. I do have a funny story well, from yesterday, well, but we'll save that or whenever you, you want you to You want to do it now or you want to, you want to wait? What do you want to feel well, like? Let, let me tell you my All funny right, okay, story. Okay, let's hear it. So my daughter-in-law got an Apple Watch for a Christmas yeah. gift. Yeah. And so I have two grandbabies. Grandbaby number one is pretty petite and quiet. And yeah. I mean, when she cries, it's loud. But grandbaby number two. Let's it go. Oh my gosh. So after a diaper change, which she didn't like, her Apple Watch lit up and it said, warning, warning, you have reached a decibel level that is like if prolonged. So then we got on the plane last night and three rows in front of us was a child that for three fourths of the trip, I think had the decibel levels were quite high. If I had an Apple Watch, I think it would have gone off. So so no How do you handle that? No rest. How do you handle that on a plane? Um, those, Have you ever had a kid that ones. does that? Oh, yeah. I've been in the same row with a child. But not your own. Not my own. Uh, I, we didn't fly much for whatever right? reason when our kids were little. I felt really know? bad for the kid yeah. and the parents. Yeah. It was not yeah. comfortable for anybody. Yeah, that's rough. Wow. That is rough. But 
That, wow. It's kind of nice, though, when you... I they don't have an know. Apple Watch. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but warning, warning. Prolonged exposure can lead to hearing loss. Well, you know, I've got the Garmin watch, <laughs> and there's times I'll look down at it will say, your stress level <laughs> is, you know, at a dangerous level. And I'm just like in my office, like working. <laughs> And then, you know, when I'm out walking, you know, heavy walking, what I never get any of that. So I don't know what See, that means. I don't means. think I want any of that. I don't want to wear something that's going to give me warning signs. Well, I agree. I so agree. anyway. Yeah. Well, anyway, let me go through uh, right. 10 things that I'm going to remember go. 2023 for. And at the top of the list, number one is the Israel-Hamas war hmm. that began on Saturday, October 7. Mm -hmm. And I, I put on our script here, everything has changed. And you know, it really has. I mean... There were no Christmas celebrations in Bethlehem this year. Mm -hmm. Now, Bethlehem is not near the Gaza Strip, but it's Palestinian territory. And, you know, to be at the Church of the Nativity, which I had the opportunity to do in the summer of 2022, and just to think there's no Christmas celebrations mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. of this war, mm -hmm. it's just awful. Mm -hmm. um, we were planning a trip to Israel mm -hmm. in April. Now, right. I would love for that trip to still happen, you know, but as the weeks pass, it's getting more and more unlikely. I, I have so. friends that had, had worked for a couple of years to do trips mm. this fall, the mm -hmm. fall of 2023. Mm -hmm. Dave Anderson fr from our community, pastor of First Nazarene. Oh, really? I mean, they, they were ready to go that next week. Oh, wow. And you just think of how the world is turned upside down. That doesn't say anything about the loss of life mm -hmm. and the number right. of people whose lives have been forever changed. So 2023 for me will always be remembered for just this horrific act of violence by the evil Hamas organization. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. We talked all Advent about how darkness, you know, is mm -hmm. the reality of Advent, but Jesus is the light at the end of the tunnel. Steph, it doesn't look to me like there's a lot of light at mm -hmm. the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Okay. N number two, and I was with you when this happened, but we weren't in Danville. Right. We were at the Philo Conference up in the Chicago suburbs. We were in our Airbnb. There's like mm -hmm. eight of us. Mm -hmm. And the young people, I think, were playing video games. And the old people were <laughs> listening to the radio or, or something like that. Yeah. And that's when the Danville City Council, in the narrowest of margins, mm -hmm. uh, Mayor Ricky Williams broke the vote, decided to declare that Danville would be a sanctuary city mm -hmm. for life. Mm -hmm. And I know not everybody is excited about right. that. And there's probably people listening right now that are, you know, saying, how dare you bring that up? But I'm just so proud of people that stood up and right. said, we think life matters across the board, and we will declare that Danville is a sanctuary city for right. life. Now, here's the crazy thing. We're seven months, almost eight months removed from that decision, and it's almost like it's just kind of a standstill, you know? doesn't look like anything's happened mm -hmm. at the proposed abortion site facility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I don't know what that means, mm -hmm. but um, I will always remember May 2nd, 2023, <laughs> when the Danville City Council said, uh, we stand for life. We are a sanctuary city for right. life. Uh, number three... The Asbury Revival. Um, you that know, was quite a movement. Yeah. Kind of lasted for several weeks, didn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. February? Thousands and thousands. Yeah. And our buddies, the Goodwin right. family, made the journey on a Saturday. Right. And, you know, we had Terry and Molly on to talk about right. that. And But um, that actually sparked other revivals mm -hmm. that took place, mm -hmm. you know, all over America, really. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that any of them were as pronounced or as prominent as the Asbury Revival, but... Um, I think that's really the roots of what happened in September in Danville with the awakening. 
right. in a lot of ways. Right. And I just love that it almost happened. I don't want to say by accident, because I think God was absolutely in this. The Holy Spirit was mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. moving, but it wasn't planned. Right. You know, they didn't have like a strategic planning right. meeting right. and saying in right. mid-February, we're going to launch this right. revival. And what do you think um, it means long term? Well, I do think there's a spiritual hunger. I do think mm-hmm. there's a spiritual awakening. You know, I look at Second Church over mm-hmm. 1800 mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. One of the things I'm seeing from the, the world of social media with ministry friends mm-hmm. is that a lot of them had record attendances mm-hmm. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's an accident necessarily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think you see a real spiritual awakening beginning to arise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I hope 2024, I hope a year from now when we're here on Wednesday morning, right. whatever the last right. Wednesday of the year is, we can say, wow. That Asbury revival, like, was the roots of mm. something that just mm-hmm. exploded mm-hmm. in 2024. You know, I would add to that the movie Jesus Revolution. You know, Jesus yeah. Revolution came out about that time yes. and has just sparked a lot of people to say, can we pray for revival mm-hmm. in, uh, mm-hmm. in America? Mm-hmm. Number four, uh, Easter at the Arena. You know, this was my second Easter at the Arena. And what was really cool is going into Easter at the Arena, you know, there was just a lot of chatter within our staff about, man, it'd be awesome if God did something great, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think we ordered extra baptism shirts. We wanted to make sure we had 40 or something like that. And we were just blown away that day. Mm -hmm. We had 58 baptisms, five were scheduled, but 53 people got out of their seats and came forward. Marlon, and I were in one of the two tanks and I, I'm going to tell you, I was tired. You know, you baptized right. <laughs> 27 people. I mean, yeah. and, and yet I'd do it again tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it's one yeah. of the greatest experiences of my life being a part of that. And I thought that was just a great team effort. I thought you and Charlie worked really well together, putting the music together. Um, I thought Kylie did a great job with his invitation, mm-hmm. the calling yeah. that day. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Dale Daniel and Tracy Thomas behind the scenes, mm-hmm. kind of doing the logistics of the baptisms. And uh, it just kept going. And it, yeah. you'd look back and you just think man this is just a really cool god moment easter at the arena is always just it's always a good moment for the for our staff i think it's just a really good opportunity that we work together for an event and i hate to say easter is an event right but it is kind of an event when you move off site but absolutely those baptisms were wonderful and you know i'll just tell one story related to that there's someone i won't even name her but I, i see her regularly um and the, the day after, I think the day after or two days after, I saw her at her place of business, and she says to me, man, that was a great service Sunday. And I said, what are you talking about? She goes, Easter at the arena. I said, you were there? Mm-hmm. Now, to my knowledge, she doesn't go to church anywhere uh-huh. right now, but I think uh-huh. there are people that they're drawn to something that's on a neutral location. Right. They're able to go, be Absolutely. a part of it. So, yeah, it was really great. Hey, number five, and this is a category, I guess, in itself. I'm calling it woke backlash. Mm. But but you're seeing some of these companies that have really leaned into what, what I would just call kind of the woke ideology, mm-hmm. and they are um, struggling hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, loud and clear. You know, the biggest of them would be Bud Light. And again, Mm -hmm. I'm not a Bud Light connoisseur, so, you know, I I can't really speak to it per se. But they're saying that brand's probably been forever damaged, forever Mm -hmm. ruined by the choice they made. They wanted to partner with Dylan Mulvaney, the uh, the transgender influencer, a man that, you know, kind of has this teenage girl persona. Mm -hmm. Um, And and again, I think that brand's forever changed. Here's how I know. One of my neighbors is a beer guy. And he's got the, the, the beer truck and it's always had the Bud Light insignia on the side and now the Bud Light insignia is gone and Budweiser is there. Now maybe that's just you know a chance 
happenstance, but I don't think so. You know, so I do think... we know how it has? I mean, it, it it's still not the trend is still not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one thing that Bud Light did that I think is actually pretty smart from a business standpoint is they've hired people like Peyton Manning, mm. Kid Rock, okay. uh, the UFC guy Dana White. And, and I think these guys are coming out. And they're basically saying we spanked them. Mm. They've paid their price. Enough's back. enough. Let's gotcha. move on. But I don't think a lot of people are moving on. Hmm. And, and I just think there's a lesson there. You know, anytime and that's on both sides of the spectrum. Anytime you land mm-hmm. with a specific ideology, you know, you potentially are right. going to pay a price. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Number six won't mean a lot to people here, but this is something I'll never forget. And I'm calling it the violence in Manipur State in Northeast India. Mm-hmm. I'm part of the mission of the Kuki mm-hmm. Christian Church, 500 churches, seminary, hospital, nursing school, uh, just an incredible ministry. Mm-hmm. I've been there twice. Mm-hmm. And in early May, the Mai Tai Hindus began uh, just unrestrained violence against mm-hmm. the Kuki wow. Christians. And thousands have lost homes. Many have lost their lives. The Kuki Christian Church mission lost everything. I mean, th- these were massive buildings. Burnt. They've had burned to the ground, yeah. destroyed. Uh, so they've had to actually relocate. They've moved about 60 kilometers north mm. to uh, uh, to a community, Kangapore, I think is the name of it. And um Yet the the cool thing about it is you you think of that happening to us right think would, think of that playing we out all here move somewhere else oh and, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean th- their countenance is not one of this is awful their countenance is God is in control mm. and. God's hand will protect us. And wow. I was with uh, a couple of them uh, from the leadership team, Alette and Kimcha, in, in mid-November, and they came and spoke to our mission team at Second, and just their persistence and mm. faith. You know, there, mm-hmm. there was no woe is me. Yeah. Now, they are saying we need help. We right. need people to partner with us. Right. But they believe that their best days as a ministry mm. are ahead, and they still want to win India to, mm-hmm. for Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So wow. I just, I love that. L- let me go through these. Number seven, I had the opportunity to try travel a lot this you year. Sure you know, the Philo Conference, I took Marla to northern Minnesota. I hiked Pikes Peak with a couple buddies, right. Ben Smith and Toby Tivabaugh. Um, eight trips to Kansas City. I know that route. Eight times yep, already. Yep, number nine is tomorrow. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, got to go to Lebanon in September. You know, that's another reality. I, I haven't announced this really, but I was hoping to go to Lebanon every year and mm-hmm. teach. And, you know, even mm-hmm. if it was on my own dime, right. I was going to go and do yeah. that. Uh, you can't go to Lebanon, you know, mm-hmm. because of this all that's happening with the Israel-Hamas right. war. I uh, got to go to the Jody Owens Conference mm-hmm. in Tennessee in October. Number eight um, on, on top ten happenings in 2023, anti-Semitism. Just yeah. unbelievable, right. you know. Right. And we've talked about that already, right. so I won't go into depth. But just a reminder that, uh, man, that's just wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, just be really wise. Number nine, I teach this Bible study on Tuesday mornings. It actually started before Drew Menser was senior minister. Right. It goes back to the 1980s. But the attendance hmm. has just exploded. We added Wednesday nights. Right. And, uh, you know, in a, in a week, you know, in two weeks, we'll be back on uh, Tuesday, January 9, Wednesday night, January January 10 with the Oasis Bible study, but it goes back to that kind of hunger that mm-hmm. you were talking mm-hmm. about. There's just this desire. It's not flashy. You've been there. We get together, right. we take prayer requests for about five minutes, and then we study the Bible. Right. And I, I think our last one, the Oasis Christmas Bash, we had like 80 mm-hmm. come out. Now, mm-hmm. we did have Christmas cookies that day, so <laughs> that, that might have helped, right? <laughs> and then number 10, uh, I'm going to remember this year for grandpa time. Right. You know, you had told me, and many had told me, that becoming a grandparent changes everything. Mm-hmm. And I believed you. 
but I didn't really understand you can't the level. Understand you know it. what I mean? I do. And uh, it's the best. And wait till you get the second one. And oh, what man. happens then is when you see the two <laughs> babies, like they love each other. Yeah. You can tell it. Yeah. That's a whole nother level of seeing yeah. the two of them. Yeah. If there's two. So. Yeah. Well, Aww. it's been a great year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, a lot of negative on this list, unfortunately, mm-hmm. with the violence and the war and the anti-Semitism, but a lot of positive. Yeah. And again, just really thankful for the blessings that we were able to experience up close and personal mm-hmm. with, you know, the Easter at the Arena mm-hmm. baptisms and the increased hunger mm-hmm. for, you know, right. Bible study and yeah. uh, just the blessings. Yep. So it's been really good. Well, hey, let's go to break. When we come back, a uh, little negative. I want to share <laughs> some notable deaths from 2023. And then I want to talk a little bit about Advent. Uh, okay. We've talked on direct line all month long that, you know, Advent's kind of been a new thing for you and I. It's not something we grew up with. Right. And I was just reflecting on a walk. I think it was Christmas morning. What I will remember from Advent 2023, mm-hmm. it's direct line. It's our last ever Thursday morning show. We moved to Wednesdays next week. It's Greg and Steph, and we'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Here now from Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. All our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Steph and Garrett, and it is Thursday, December the 28th. And you know, Steph, show 200, and we've been blessed for 200 shows to have some incredible sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? Well, let's see if I can croak them out. Don and Tiana Witzel <laughs> with McDonald's. Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic. Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. The Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home. The team at Hans Tankwash. And Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. You know, one of the things that I think is interesting, uh, maybe a little somber at the end of the year, is just to think about all the people that we lost mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's all kinds of notable death lists that are out there. So right. I've kind of 
put my own list together. And I don't know if you have anybody you want to add to this list or not, but I want to start with four preachers. And the crazy thing about this is I wonder if there's ever been a year where four influential preachers of this level all died in the Hmm. same year. So here's the four. Charles Stanley, Mm -hmm. Jack Hayford, Tim Keller, Pat Robertson. Were they all about the same age? I don't know the answer to that. I'm not sure. You know, Charles Stanley, I think he was in his 90s, I mm-hmm. want to say. First Baptist fame, you know, in touch. Right. Um, he, he's one of the guys that I loved to watch. A lot of your TV preachers, I'm just going to say it, I, I don't have a lot of time for right. them. You know, they just come off like, I want your money. Right. I With Stanley, I mean, just a really awesome Bible communicator, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I'm not a Baptist, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I learned a lot mm-hmm. from him along mm-hmm. the way. Tim Keller. Uh-huh. Um I think probably the greatest author in my lifetime, you know, at least the person that I've learned the most from. And, you know, one of the things I'll remember from this year is in the fall when I was preaching on the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We showed that video clip of him this year talking about if the resurrection really happened. Everything will be all right. right. And you know? he was facing his own death. Oh, I mean, yeah. he knew he was sick. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and he said it doesn't mean that it, you're not sad. He goes, we cry all the time. Right. But it just means that if you're if you're a Christ follower and the resurrection really happened, everything will That's be right. okay. Now, Jack Hayford, do you know that name? Uh, he wrote... Vineyard. Uh, big Vineyard guy. And, and songwriter, pro, yeah. 600 songs in his lifetime. Majesty. Can you name, Majesty's the most <laughs> no, famous. Yeah. Now, see, I had originally planned to have you sing that for us, just so the crowd <laughs> would be aware, no, but uh, no, I won't no. have you sing today. No, no. But um, Hayford became connected with the Promise Keepers movement when yep. it was just starting. Okay. Bill McCartney yep. uh, really locked in with Hayford and, um, again, huge, huge mm. impact in ministry. And then Pat Robertson. And again, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I heard Pat Robertson say a lot of stuff that I did not agree <laughs> sure. with. But the 700 Club, you know, mm-hmm. it was something that really ministered to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. J- just to think of this foursome being mm. lost this year, uh, what what an impact right. they made. Wow. Uh, number five, Mylon Lefevre. I don't know if you remember, we talked about his death when it happened. An um, artist. Well, yeah, yeah, Christian music artist. Now, something I didn't know until I was researching for today, he almost died of a heroin overdose. Oh, really? Um, he, he was dabbling in music and mm. not, not doing great and uh, really struggled with drugs and mm. was saved from that. And that near-death experience, that overdose, changed his perspective moving forward. Mm. And then for the last 20 years, he didn't really do much with music, but he really became an evangelist mm. and took the the good news of Jesus literally all mm. over the world. Wow. Now, have you ever read the devotional Jesus Calling? I have. Describe Jesus Calling. How would you very describe? short. Yeah. I mean, daily. Daily right? devotional, very short, but... Um, just positive. My, my daughter sends it to me almost every day. She yeah. reads it. Yeah. yeah. Just... And so Sarah Young wrote Jesus Calling, and she died this year. She died in late August of this year. And I did not know this until researching for today, but not everybody liked Jesus Calling. She got some Why? real pushback. Well, they felt like at times she was taking liberty speaking on behalf of Jesus. Hmm. Um, I think that's crazy, yeah. personally. You know, And, I, and, I, and huh. I've not read Jesus Calling all the way through, but multiple times I've been asked during funerals of godly Christian mm-hmm. women, will you read this Jesus Calling devotional? Is I love it. Because it 
speaks in in I like I Jesus yeah, and talking yeah. to like you. Yeah, like they're saying okay. you're taking liberty saying that Jesus would actually say that to you. Gotcha. Kind of, you know, hmm. just stick with what we know. Gotcha. People do the same thing with uh, the chosen. You know, there's right, people that right. are anti the chosen because they're saying you don't really know that it actually played out like this. I Again, I disagree with that. Right. But um, she made a huge mark. Mm. You know, Jesus mm-hmm. calling him has impacted millions. Yeah. Uh, now, the last four are not in the faith world, but I think they're deaths that um, definitely will be. Re- these people will be remembered. The first is Norman Lear. I did not know that. name. Yeah, Norman Lear is a television producer, and he came up with a show about a white male that was as politically incorrect <laughs> as you can get Archie Bunker Did you watch it when all you in were the a family kid? my dad would not let me watch right. all in the family you know I remember it being on but yeah. I don't remember oh, yeah. Yeah. like watching it but myself. the thing about all in the family is it spun off several other series okay. and the one show we did watch with regularity was the Jeffersons okay. you remember the Jeffersons yes. and that came from all in the yes. family but uh, Norman Lear was a creative genius now the person that was writing about this said that he he really created the Archie Bunker character to just personify, you know, the bigoted white male right. and how awful he is right. and how you ought to reject him. But Archie Bunker became this kind of beloved American icon in many ways. And so, and Edith. Uh, yeah, Edith, that's right. Boy. That's right. And they say that the episode where Edith dies and, you know, Archie Bunker is alone huh. is one of the most touching television moments in the history of TV. Have you, have you seen it? I, I mean, I saw it years ago, but yeah. Hmm, have um, to look it up. Yeah, check it out. Okay. Uh, number eight, Sandra Day O'Connor. Mm-hmm. She was the first female member of the Supreme Court. Uh, and again, you know, breaking that ground. Right. And you look today, there's multiple women right. that have been that are on the Supreme Court and have been on the Supreme Court. But her story was a pretty fascinating story. President Ronald Reagan actually mm-hmm. elevated her to uh, mm-hmm. Associate Justice of the Supreme Court. Number nine, Bobby Knight. Uh, Indiana basketball mm-hmm. coach. Now you grew up in Indiana, right. and you are an Indiana yep. native resident, whatever the word yep. is I'm looking for. Do you have much perspective on Bobby Knight? I do not. I just remember watching yeah. as a kid yeah. and his antics and yeah. being. So I grew up in Champaign. U of I was my school. Man, we hated Bobby Knight. We hated Indiana, usually (laughs) because they beat us every year. But my perspective on Bobby Knight changed about 15 years ago when someone I really respect said, you ought to read the book A Season on the Brink, Hmm. John Feinstein. And it came out in the the mid-80s, but I just, I didn't want to read anything about Bobby Knight. And I read that, and it totally changed my perspective on Knight. Hmm. Now, he, he was... Obviously, someone that was very flawed. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of Mm -hmm. issues. There's no doubt about it. But you read that book and you see that he's not necessarily a monster. Hmm. I guess I'd always thought of him as just this awful, mean abuser. Um, You read the book and you see that he's just really a conflicted guy, challenges Hmm. from his childhood, from his growing up years. And yet there probably are very few college basketball coaches that have done as much as he did for the university where he worked and for the players that graduated under his tutelage. Did his players love him? Well, or was there... Uh, there there are players that loved him probably more than their own parents. Mm-hmm. There are players that hated, hated. his guts, hmm. you know? And But again, I think that's how it is a lot of times with polarizing mm-hmm. figures. But you cannot argue with his success 
on the court. Mm-hmm. You cannot argue with his success in graduating players, mm-hmm. and you cannot argue with the heart that he had. I guess he was one of the greatest benefactors to the library system mm-hmm. at Indiana University. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just it's interesting when you grow up with this certain perspective, mm-hmm. and then you read really kind of a neutral book, mm-hmm. you, you gain maybe respect that you didn't have well, previously. Well, good for you. Yeah. You did that. Yeah. And then number 10, uh, Matthew Perry. You know, that just happened, you know, mm-hmm. and... Uh, to me, that is the most tragic death on this mm. list. Mm-hmm. You know, Matthew mm-hmm. Perry from Friends fame. Now, I was not a Friends guy. Were you, were yeah. you into Friends? Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, and I know people right now are saying, how can you not watch Friends? <laughs> I mean, it was the number one show for a long right. time. But um, here's a guy that just couldn't beat right. addiction, right. you know. And I think toward the end of his life, was on the right path, Mm -hmm. but I I think even to the very end, just had that struggle. And I share that. uh, There's a reason for sharing his death is it reminds me more than ever how important ministries like Celebrate Recovery are. You know, Celebrate Recovery meets at Second Church every Mm -hmm. Tuesday night, 6 p.m. All are welcome as we overcome our hurts and our hangups and our habits with our higher power, Jesus Christ. But here's the cool thing. There are faith-based recovery gatherings almost every weeknight in Danville. Ryan Harris and the Assembly of God, they have a gathering on Monday nights. Living Waters Apostolic Church hosts Celebrate Recovery on Thursday nights. And then Grace Community Church in Tilton Mm -hmm. hosts Rescue Us on Friday evenings. And I share that because this is the time of the year when I think addiction many times has reared its ugly head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we say all the time, we meet, you know, 52 weeks a year because addiction doesn't take the holidays off. And a lot of times it makes it worse. And so maybe that's a new year's resolution for someone that's listening Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be, you know, chemical addiction, the chemical recovery. There, there are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Non-chemical. Yeah. I I mean, you know, there's gambling. Yeah. Shopping. Well, anxiety, you know, depression, life issues, you know, there's a, a, hurts, hangups, and habits, you know, and so give Celebrate Recovery or one of these other uh, faith-based recovery groups a look. You will be blessed. Mm -hmm. And the thing I love about CR on Tuesday nights, I couldn't be there long this Tuesday night, but I just popped in. Mm -hmm. Terry Goodwin was doing the teaching is there is just this unconditional love, you know, and it was chip night. I know. Yeah. And there were people that were just so excited because, you know, they'd they'd reached a milestone Mm -hmm. they didn't think was possible. Mm -hmm. And then there were people you could tell, man, they're really broken. Yeah. They're really bummed. And they're going up and they're getting that blue chip, kind of the start over chip. But, you know, the motto, keep coming back. And so I I hope that 2024 brings for Danville and Vermilion County just a lot of victories Mm -hmm. in this arena of Mm faith-based recovery. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take our final break right now. When we come back, I want to talk Advent. I want to talk 2024. I want to remind of the incredible blessing you can make for ministries in our community with year-end giving. And I want to celebrate good news that the new year is upon us. You're listening to Direct Line. Greg and Steph, we'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member S. IPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. 
Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. The holidays are our favorite time of the year. This is Deanna from the Witzel Family McDonald's. As our family has grown, so have our traditions. Now with grandson Parker and granddaughter Ellie, the holidays are seen through the eyes of these little ones. Ho, ho, ho. This is Don Witzel. It's our holiday tradition to say thank you to our customers who visit our seven McDonald's restaurants and the wonderful team of employees who serve them. Every day, thousands of customers visit the seven McDonald's restaurants in Vermilion County in Covington, Indiana. This is Rob Witzel. Along with my wife, Haley, and our son, Parker, we extend a heartfelt thank you for making us part of your daily lives. This is Haley Witzel. On behalf of the entire Witzel family, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is Jason Spencer. Along with Katie and Ellie, may the light of the holiday season shine bright in Covington, Danville, Georgetown, Hoopston, and Oakwood. We thank you for making McDonald's a part of your daily routine. This is Katie Witzel Spencer. Happy holidays from the Witzel family McDonald's. At McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg. Greg just said, do you want me to do sponsors? I'm like, we already did them, Greg. I know. It's like that funky last week of the year brain fog. Let me tell you a good story. I told you a bad story about the plane. So yesterday in the airport, uh, Sarasota, we were waiting to get on our flight and we sat down my mom and I my mom traveled with me and this little girl sat down beside her she um it was her and her mom and her grandma and she had this little doll and my mom started talking to her and by the time the conversation was over and they got up to get on their flight we had learned that the little girl's name was Camille it was an African American yeah, family yeah, yeah. and at one point she looked at my mom she said you look just like my granny Aww. you're beautiful she, when she got up to get on her plane <laughs> she hugged us both wow. she kept saying she kept saying to my mom, would you like to have a conversation? This is a five-year-old. Would you like to have a conversation? She said, my favorite vegetable is broccoli. What is your favorite vegetable? Wow. So that mom and that yeah. grandma doing a great had, job. are doing a great job with yeah. little Camille. And we made a little friend yeah. in, the, in or the Sarasota airport. It was awesome. I'm 54 and I still don't have a favorite vegetable. So that's pretty impressive. That, well, we talked about a lot yeah. of her favorite things. Oh, yeah. But you know what she was very good at? She, she obviously, someone had taught her what is a conversation. She said, well, my favorite movie is yeah and she named five okay she said and my she she called my mother mrs w mrs w what is your favorite movie so she knew how to have a conversation that's great five i was so impressed and you know in the era of cell phones i would tell you a lot of the youngins can't talk they can't and every adult around us was on their phone yeah but yeah. what happened with her engaging with my mother is that even the other adults around started listening. And even though they had their phones in their hand, yeah. they put them down and they were paying attention. That's great. So that when, when the Camille went to get on her flight, everybody was like, Happy New Year, Camille. It was, That's really, it was cool. really neat. That's really yeah. cool. Well, I got to tell you, Steph, I want to give you some big props. I thought Advent 2023 was my favorite Advent I've been a part of. Now, I didn't grow up with Advent. Me I grew either. up with Christmas, mm-hmm. but I mean, we just sang Christmas songs. Right. And But um, Advent, I, I think I would describe it as an intentional time where you anticipate 
Christmas, Christmas Eve, birth of Jesus, second coming of Mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about this. There were some really cool highlights that I will remember from 2023 Advent. And I'm going to go through these, and I want you to chime in, or I want you to add anything that maybe you can think of. Number one is this. We added something brand new. We did it on Tuesday mornings during Oasis, but it's called Lessons and Carols, Nine Biblical Lessons Supported by Christmas Carols, Christmas Hymns. I didn't know how that would go over. Man, I thought it was great. Yeah, I think... You and Leah did a great job the leading other... the singing part of it. And you start in Genesis, you know, you, you move to the prophets, you end up in the Gospels. And I just loved how it all kind of weds together. Mm-hmm. Now, this has been a thing since like the 1870s, the right. 1880s, started at King's College in England. But... Do you think you'll be doing it every year? Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's my question for you. And I wasn't going to ask you this on the air, but I'll go ahead. <laughs> Is that something that would make it on a Sunday morning? I It'd think be it radically might. different. I think it may. But yeah. many churches that do yeah. it, they don't do it on a Tuesday morning. They do it as a part of a Sunday morning service. Right. And uh, Would it be like a good one to do before Advent, like the last one in November? You or could not? do that, but most of them do it as part of part Advent. Of Advent? Yeah, okay. they just they, they kind of carve that hmm. out. So I don't know, Neat. something to think about, but a lot of fun. Number two, we did, uh, we've been doing hymnology for right. two and a half years, right. but we did a Christmas hymnology. We called it the Hymns of Christmas, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the response <laughs> was out of this world. I'm so glad that we found those little yeah. booklets. People really enjoyed holding music in their hands. We had almost 300 people come out on That's the crazy. first Sunday afternoon. Right. Now, I wonder if the time I think it was the time because we moved it up to 3 p.m. But that was a blast. And again, our guy, Justin Silver, you know, does a great job putting it together. And now, do we have a new date for a hymnology? I don't think we do. Okay, I didn't know. But we'll have to look at that and see. Somebody's having a baby. I know. That's right. That's right. And is that a couple weeks, a couple months? I can't remember. Okay. I think. Number three, we've talked about it already, but the Christmas Eve yeah. choir, uh, that, that's something that was new for 2023. You brought back the choir. Right. We haven't done the choir since COVID, we right? We haven't. And uh, it was just neat to see people up there and uh, accentuating worship. And I, I love, love that, that. I love you had parents and kids and grandparents and kids that got to sing together. That's something that they can do that's not hard. It's not yeah. difficult, but it creates a memory for a yeah. family. And you're doing what? Kids choir? Yep. For Sanctity of Human Life January Sunday. January 21st. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be really cool. Number four, this is something that our friend Dale Daniel brought our way. It's mm-hmm. called the Prison Pack, yep. and it's done in coordination with Willow Creek Church up in the Chicago area. But we were able, through the generosity of our church, mm-hmm. through the Thanksgiving offering, mm-hmm. to offer a gift package mm-hmm. for every man at Danville Correctional Center. And how many is that? About? I think it's like 1,800. So. A lot of people, yeah. 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 And the really cool thing about it is I wasn't able to be there when they actually distributed them because right. we were doing direct line. Right. But several from our team were out there and said it was just incredible to see these men and uh, just to be able to bless them with this gift pack. So great job, Mm -hmm. Dale Daniil. Thanks Mm -hmm. for the awesome idea. Number five, we've talked about this already, but just the the large turnout for Christmas Eve services on Sunday, Mm -hmm. over 1,800. Again, just really cool to see Mm -hmm. so many people uh, excited about Christmas and mm-hmm. Advent mm-hmm. and Emmanuel, God with us. Number six, I threw you a curveball uh, well into Advent when I said, um, I love the old song by Point of Grace by old. It's like 30 years right. old. Not that far from Bethlehem. And you and Leah and our violinist, mm-hmm. Meredith, mm-hmm. made that happen. And you said that was a hard song, right? It, it was challenging. It was challenging, which I was surprised. It doesn't sound that challenging when you listen to it, but when you actually yeah. do it, it is. Yeah. Why is Point you... of Grace still a thing? 
I don't know. Are they still together? I don't know. I, I don't know. Idea. So not that far from Bethlehem. What's yeah. the message? Well, the whole idea was the, the song begins with Mary and Joseph, mm-hmm. and you're kind of in their minds, and it's Joseph saying, we're not that far from Bethlehem. But then it transitions mm-hmm. to modern day, and they're basically saying, when we treasure Jesus mm-hmm. in our hearts, mm-hmm. we're not we're that not far that from far. Bethlehem. Yeah. I and like I think it. it was just the convergence of all the violence in Israel mm-hmm. and the fact that Christmas celebrations have been canceled for Bethlehem mm-hmm. and and I just love the song and yeah. I thought it was the the perfect <laughs> kind of coming out of the, the message, mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. talked about the hope and the joy, and I just, I loved it. Really I think anytime good. you can have a good violinist play. Oh, she's uh, incredible. She is, yeah. She is. Yeah. Did she play Sunday in Next she Gen? Is Next that right? Gen. Oh, uh-huh. man. Yeah. She, she's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Parkview Christian Church. They blessed us with their mini movie, mm-hmm. but the big thing for me was all the people from our church that were a part of the That's movie. Right. We had, you know, several dozen adults, several children. You were there, mm-hmm. Kenna was there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, at the Fisher Theater, yeah. and I just thought it was really cool. I yeah. hope we do get chance to post it just yeah. for people in town to be able to, to see. see it, it was yeah. beautiful videography of the Fisher Theater. Yeah. Um, number eight, we had that special communion time mm-hmm. wrapping up uh, week two for mm-hmm. love. And um, obviously it takes a lot of time to get everybody mm-hmm. up into their seats. But when you receive the elements mm-hmm. and you hear someone say, yeah. you know, this is the body of Jesus. Yeah. This is the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It was broken and shed for you. He loves you. He died for your sins. I think it takes communion to a whole it new level. It certainly does. And I love that we do communion every week, but man, that was probably my most special time of communion mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, the Oasis the Oasis Christmas Bash, just being able to uh, get together. You just love to do the quiz. Don't you love the quizzes? I, and you know, direct line saying, well, we had the quiz. Oasis had the expanded quiz, that, the, that the you know the thirty version. question That's quiz. Right. That's so, right. They are and, good sports too. And you know, I did make my family take the Christmas oh quiz at gosh. my mom's house on the twenty sixth. Uh, my my daughter actually won, but the last question on the quiz was, should there be a Taylor family Christmas <laughs> quiz in twenty twenty four? And it was unanimous. No. no. Which just to, oh, heck no, we're absolutely <laughs> going to do it. And then number 10, just my experience at Connection Church, you know, at 5 p.m. Yeah. on Christmas Eve. Rarely do I go someplace um, in a, terms of a church service mm-hmm. where I don't know people, mm-hmm. where I'm like the visitor. Right. And, um, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. It, it was great. It Good. was a neat experience. Good. And just thank you to Jordan Chapel and everybody at Connection Church. Mm-hmm. So we got about 90 seconds left. Don't forget this Sunday at Second Church is New Creation Sunday. Different service time. So listen up. 9 a.m. and 1045. There's no 8 o'clock service. The 920 service becomes 9 o'clock. So again, service times for this Sunday only 9 a.m. and 1045. And in between, there's going to be a time of refreshments in the commons. Mm-hmm. And baptisms. baptisms and it's going to be a great day. Yeah. So I hope to get some highlights from Kansas City. couple things into the new year. On January 14, we're doing a Celebration Recovery Sunday. Terry Goodwin, our Celebration Recovery Celebrate. Minister. What did I say? Celebration. Celebration. Yeah, it's that brain fog. Celebrate Recovery Sunday. And uh, Terry Goodwin's going to preach that day. And then the next week, the 21st, is Sanctity for Human Life Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then on the 28th, we start a series through the book of 1 Peter. Uh, 1 Peter is a classic. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the New Testament Mm -hmm. is a classic. Mm -hmm. But looking forward to nine messages that will lead us up to Easter at the Arena 2024. And so the good news is we have a great opportunity, Danville. We have a great opportunity, Vermont. Million County to bless churches and ministries mm-hmm. with year-end giving. Mm-hmm. And uh, many of our ministries, like the Women's Care Clinic, the Rescue Mission, um, they, they need our support mm-hmm. more right. than ever, especially this time of year. So be very generous. And that's it. 
Good Thursdays job, Greg are all done. Done with the Thursdays. So, Garrett, thanks for all you do. And on behalf of Stephanie, this is Greg saying thank you for listening to Direct Line. Catch us next Wednesday, January 3rd at 8 a.m. And have a happy new year.